Welcome to Becoming Magnetic, the podcast. I'm your host, Juliana Fersoli. I'm a client attraction specialist and business coach for online coaches, course creators, and service providers. I'm here to help you become magnetic by stepping into the most powerful and authentic version of yourself and mastering your marketing. On this podcast, we talk about women's empowerment, content marketing, sales psychology, and everything in between. It's time to become a magnet for your soulmate clients and live life on your own terms. You ready? Let's dive into today's episode. All right. Hey, everyone. I am here with Amanda Rose. We're going to be talking to you guys today all about perseverance. She has a really interesting story about how she started her business. So Amanda, I'm going to let you introduce yourself to the podcast peeps. Yes. Hello, everybody. Um, My name is Amanda Rose, and I am the uh, CEO and founder of the Infinite Power of You Incorporated. Uh, I'm a business mindset and wealth coach, and I also do online course creation. I'm an actor. I'm a multi-published, multi-genre author. I do motivational speaking. I wear a lot of different hats, (laughs) basically. Um, and, and I think that's something important if you're a passionate person that you can actually do a lot of different things in your business. You don't have to just limit yourself to, you know, one thing. So, uh, yeah, definitely my journey has been interesting and it's been unexpected in many ways. (laughs) So, uh, originally my entrepreneurial journey started in 2013 and I, for the year previous, I'd been working a job doing door to or not door to door sales. I started doing that way before that, uh, but I was doing stores presentations. So if you guys remember those Ginzu knives that used to like cut through the can, yep, <laughs> like Cutco, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I worked for that company. So I went around to different stores and uh, we'd like you know holler up the crowd and be like, hey, come get a free gift, and we give free gifts to everybody, and then we do our you know, 30 minute presentation and sell a bunch of knives or mops or whatever we were selling that time. So that was my year previous to being an entrepreneur. And it was actually really interesting because it gave me this really very different kind of sales experience. And then it was like most people, uh, you know, I had a bad experience with management changing. A terrible person came in that just destroyed it for me and I couldn't sell anymore. I was like, yeah. why am I going to work? I'm making no money. <laughs> like, that happened to me in college when I worked at Sunglass Hut. I'm actually blacklisted like from Luxottica because I just like up and quit. And I was like, I'm not coming in anymore. <laughs> so I'm blacklisted <laughs> from the company. <laughs> Oh, it's too too funny, but it's true. Yeah, they don't like that. (laughs) But yeah, I think it's sad, but so many people experience that. And and so for me, I was devastated at that point. And I really didn't, I was kind of like a tumbleweed in the wind. I was like, I hate working outside the home. I'm tired all the time. Um, I didn't realize it back then because I didn't know about human design, but I'm a projector. So like I tire out really easily. My energy is limited. And so, you know, I'd been used to working 12 hour days, plus a lot of transport. Like I was exhausted all the time. And I was like, I can't do it anymore. Like I just felt dead inside. So I was kind of like, well, maybe I could be a personal trainer because I really like fitness and I want to help people. And then I was like, that's right back to the 12 hour day. (laughs) I was like, no, like you can't do this. So I actually ended up joining an MLM, which is Beachbody. Um, and I've been a client of theirs for, like I've been using the products for 10 years at that point. I'd lost 138 pounds using their products. So I was like, well, I believe wow. it. I yeah. It 
Um, so that just made kind of for an easy segue while I was kind of like, well, I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but what the hell, let's figure it out. And uh, I had the rude awakening of how different sales is in the online space versus in a store. Like it's just shockingly different because people come into a store wanting to shop. People don't come onto Facebook going, what am I going to buy today? Like it's such a different attitude in showing up. So, I mean, my first month I went, you know, guns blazing to the wall. I did the 12 hour days still because I was so programmed for it. And I made a grand total of 60 bucks that month. And it was, so much work but I was just like the fact that I sold anything online I was like holy shit I can do this like yeah. as much as I think some people <laughs> might be like fuck this I was like yeah I did <laughs> so it was yeah I took it with a grain of salt um for some reason I was really convinced that I was going to be a millionaire at the end of that first year <laughs> just really really excited about that um, didn't happen. Um, you know, my first year, which was from July to December, I made about 600 bucks that whole year, but I learned a lot as, as it happened and it continued to grow. And I think the biggest thing that I could tell anybody, like if I'm thinking about that time in my life is, uh, I was really avoiding mindset. Like everybody was talking about it, especially network marketing, personal development is like the culture. And I was like, eh, good. I know that stuff. I'm all right. Like, <laughs> And yeah, that really caused a lot of struggle and stress. And, uh, you know, I, I did well because I was strategy based and I was like going at it and every day I would do, you know, I would message people, I would show up and I would do the work, but I wasn't doing the inner work. So it was like every bit of success was like tooth and nail to get there. So basically for the first I'd say at least the first four years of my business, it was a bit of a struggle. You know, $800 in a month was a, was a pretty good month for me. Um, and then I remember just clear as day, my husband comes home one day and I'm like doing a Zoom with somebody and I'm like, why are you home? It's the middle of the day. And he just passes me this letter and I'm like, this is weird. And I open it up and he's been fired. And I was like, oh shit, like life just got real. Like it was just suddenly this moment of, I don't make enough to pay our mortgage and the car payments and keep the electricity on and feed us. Like I was like, Oh my God, it was just that moment of like panic. Um, and, and it just hit me right then. I was like, you've got two roads, you file for bankruptcy or you get over your shit and you do this personal development stuff. Everybody's talking about <laughs> It was yeah. just like, these are your options, pick one. And I was like, well, screw that. I don't want to go down the other road. So I was like, okay, figure out this money stuff. Cause I knew I had money blocks. I knew something was up there. Cause it was just always a struggle for me. I was really great at saving money, but I couldn't make it. And I love that your cat just came on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Loki is again, interrupting <laughs> as he always oh, that's, does. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> one of mine hasn't run in here. <laughs> Crazy cat ladies unite. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was definitely for me, it was money mindset and learning about, you know, how to reprogram my mind, how to manifest, do all that kind of good stuff. And, and cattail. Yeah. So for those of you listening, I'm literally getting whacked in the face right now by Loki's tail. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. So I'll get back on track and, and get away yes. from my kids. Loki likes to distract. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big distraction. Oh, he's amazing. 
Um, yes. So, so that was, that was basically like full tilt. I went in, um, I, you know, I didn't have much money. So for me, it was books. I got every book I could get my hands on. Um, you know, the, you are a badass at making money. I love that um, book. Such, such a good, good book. book such a good book. Um, Think and Grow Rich, which I, I had a harder time. I know everybody loves that book and it's good, but oh, I, I didn't like it either. Nope. I, I listened know. to it on Audible and I just couldn't. It was like this old man reading it and it wasn't even like, I don't know. It was so dry. <laughs> couldn't do it. Yeah, that was how I felt too. Like it was good information, but the packaging was wrong. I feel the same way about Tony Robbins. I love what he says. I just hate the way he says it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I like, come on, on yeah. yeah, so it, it it's definitely like, it's a good one, but it's a tough one for me. And uh, I think my all-time favorite book, which really was like the, the pinnacle of change for me was The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harbecker, which I have read and reread and reread, and I've gotten like everything he's ever done because he hit a spot with me so deep that I was like, oh my God, this is why I'm struggling. Cause he really gets into the psychology of, you know, how your mind works and why you're repeating habits that you picked up from childhood. And that's repeating, repeating, repeating into your adult life. And until you change that, it, you know, anything you do is just kind of going to get sabotaged. And then, and then he also teaches, you know, this is the way that rich people think versus the way that poor and middle-class people think. And I mean, it's broad strokes, but it, it helps drive the picture home of like, you want to be a millionaire, this is the way millionaires do it. And it's like, aha, this is what the missing link. And this is where I've been, you know, really screwing up and being, you know, jealous of other people and competitive and all this stuff. Whereas it, it shouldn't be that way. It should really be a collaborative effort. It should be coming together and helping people and thinking bigger and, and those kind of things. So that was a turning point for me. And uh, I really started to open myself up to different possibilities. Cause for me, at the time I was very rigid about, you know, I only want to make money through my business and it's got to be this way and, da, 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 and I don't want to win the lottery or anything. Screw that. That's, <laughs> that's the easy way out. No, no, it's just so messed up in the way I was thinking. And so I just kind of went, show me the opportunities universe. And uh, the interesting thing was, as soon as I started to do the personal development for the very first time in all the years I'd been in business, people started to message me being like, I want to work with you. And I was like, excuse me, what? Yeah. <laughs> Now you you might have the wrong person here. It was such a funny. Thing. It was like I didn't do anything, and I think that's what was so shocking about it. So that was that was an interesting thing that happened. And uh, basically, to sum it up, so I don't go on for eons here. Uh, you know, within six months, we manifested over six figures. Uh, we wow. moved to a new house, um, and then I was like, I gotta teach everybody this manifesting stuff. Like I was just like on fire with it. So I started creating courses on you know manifestation, and then I was like, I've always wanted to be an author. I you know wrote my first book when I was 16, and it's just been sitting on a file on my computer for eons. So I ended up getting into okay, how do you do self-publishing and learning all of that after I'd interviewed authors to figure out whether I should get a publisher or not. And I, the short story is don't go for it <laughs> unless you're really looking for a big guy publisher. Yeah. Um, so I, I was like, okay, let's learn how to do book publishing, book marketing and do it right so that we get it out to the audience and don't just have, yay, I published it, but nobody's ever read it. Yeah. So I learned how to do that got it out there. And then that led to another opportunity where I had everybody going, I've always wanted to write a book. How'd you do it? And I was like, let's create a course on how to write a book and get it out there. Yeah. 
So it just kind of snowballed from there. And, and then opportunities started cropping up. Uh, I got invited to be a guest speaker at George Brown College, uh, which is so cool. And uh, it, it just kind of bloomed into this thing. And then I started getting more into one-on-one -on -one business coaching and teaching people the mindset aspects as well as the marketing. Plus I'd had, you know, 10 years of sales experience. So I had a lot to bring to the table at that point, which was really fun. And I finally had the success to show for it. So it definitely was a long journey, but a, a very eye-opening journey. So seven years later, here I am. <laughs> so what would you say were like the biggest lessons that you learned along all of that? I think, I think the really big one is to get the hell out of your own way. Cause I think yeah. we are our biggest blocks when it comes to everything, especially like the whole concept of, you know, being a know-it-all. Cause that was definitely my biggest thing is, you know, I, I know it. I'm like, good. I was just like, I'm so full of myself. The ego shit had yeah. to get out of the way first. So I think that's a really big one. And it, it is a combination of the inner work and the outer work. I mean, we do need to know the marketing stuff. You got to know how to do sales. You got to know how to do all the funnels and the websites and the da, da 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 But we do also have to have the alignment within because otherwise it's that self-sabotage that comes up that we don't even recognize with the patterns. Totally. Yes, Loki is on the screen. And for those of you who are like, why are they randomly laughing? Loki really wants to cuddle right now. He, like, he can there's another cat lady here. Yes, and when I'm doing something, he was like, oh, mom's busy right now. Now is the time to go love her. Because he doesn't usually cuddle me, like, unless I'm doing something, and then that's when he wants to cuddle. He's such a little <laughs> shit. I love him, but he's such a shit. So good. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, the personal development is so huge, and I've definitely had resistance around that as well, because I'm, like, I'm you know, I love all of the energy stuff, but like, I'm very analytical and I'm very like type A. <laughs> so like my brain tends to go strategy first, energy second. And what I've had to retrain it to be is energy first, like strategy second, because like you said, right? Like as soon as you started doing that, like you had people messaging you. And I think that's such a big testimony to the fact that like doing the inner work will change your outer world even if you don't change your strategy yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a, such a good point and I love that you bring up the analytical too because um like I'm Aquarius but I've got Virgo moon so it's very much about like mm -hmm. systems and and action and you know uh, grounding in the you know the real world and that kind of thing so it's I, I I feel like I've always had that kind of push and pull between it all too yeah. because Aquarians are like rebellion screw the system let's do it our own way and oh, then yeah. like, I have a lot no, of no that. no no yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah my rising is I don't know my chart's really interesting because I'm a Leo by three hours like on the Virgo ah! test so like I have a lot of Virgo energy in me as well yes. and then my rising is Aries which is very like rebel like fuck everyone <laughs> like <laughs> Um, and then my moon is cancer so I'm like we're gonna rebel the system and do all of these things and we're gonna be awesome while also thinking we're simultaneously not awesome and then go cry in a corner like that's basically how my chart is like summed up like yeah so I feel you on that do you know what your Enneagram type is uh, uh INFJ and I forget what the dash that's Myers-Briggs I'm like obsessed with oh yeah I'm Sorry, super obsessed yeah. with the Enneagram though it's okay I just figured I forget that. no because I have done it and then I just forget because there's so many of them I know and I'm like 
I, I love that stuff. The Enneagram's like my favorite, like little personality thing. But it's so interesting. I'm gonna have to go and redo that one. But I, I think it's really fascinating to know how we show up um, in the world. And then the color code I thought was also really interesting. I always wanted to be red, but I'm blue. <laughs> I don't know if I've done that one or if I have, it hasn't been in a while. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I think, you know, bringing it back on track. But that's a good lesson too, right? Like you have to show up in the way that works for you with your energy because I think there's like so many people out there and I know you and I both say this like you have to do it your way and there's so many people who are like saying no like you have to do it this one way like if you're not dming 20 people a day then you know you're not going to build a business or if you're not like creating a shit ton of content like you're not going to build a business and it's like you do have to have like stuff in place but it gets to be your way Yeah. And I think that's really important. Like I always say, run the other way. If somebody says this is the one way I'm like, "Mm -mm." yeah, (laughs) there's so many ways to success. And I think it's so important that we do find what works for us because energetically we all show up in different ways. We all have things that we naturally gravitate to and that we're good at. And, you know, I know people who, you know, can show up and, you know, tease at a program coming up and it fills up before they say anything about it. And then I know people who have to go the long form route and do the, you know, strategic uh, marketing launch to, to draw the people in because they need that more one-on-one conversations with people to connect more deeply because uh, that's where they shine. So it really depends on, you know, who you are, how you show up and how you attract people and where that trust is built. Because I think that's really different for each one of us. And I think customers trusting is is the most important thing because people don't let go of their money if they don't trust you and yeah. story. Yeah. That's so true. So what would you tell someone who's like just starting their business to build up that trust? I, I think the big thing is uh, you know, owning who you are right up front, which I think is probably the hardest thing to do when you're on social media. It's like basically go get naked in front of everybody online mm-hmm. and share your soul. Bear it. <laughs> like it kind of feels like that. But I think that is one of the most important things to do because when we get to know who you are and really sense it, that's really important. Um, because if I, you know, read a post and watch a video and I see there's, you know, I, I can see that, yeah, the way you write is the way you talk, that builds trust because it's not like, oh, there's two different people there, what's going on? So that's something that's really important, I think, that we can connect in that way. And then we see that you show up regularly. You know, somebody said this one time and it always stuck with me. uh, You know, you wouldn't go to a Starbucks at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday and find it closed. So you need to have consistency in the way you show up. You know, don't show up Monday and then don't show up again until Saturday. Your clients wouldn't trust you like to hire you because they'd be like, well, you're going to leave me hanging all week. (laughs) Are you even going to be there? (laughs) Yeah, consistency is huge. And I talked to this about. I talk about this I can't talk today I talk about this to some of my (laughs) clients like all the time because I have a few clients who are like they'll go really really hard for like five days and then they'll like fall off the map for like a week and I'm like you can't do that like that's why you're not seeing results and like do I think you have to show up like doing a ton of shit no just make one post and that's fine like but have your bare minimum and you can even schedule it out. Right. Like when I'm going on vacation, like I'll try to schedule stuff out in advance and like, so I'll have it, you know, go to my Facebook group. I'll have it go to my Instagram and that will just be auto scheduled. And then anything else is extra, but I'll still have like those bare bone basics because 
you are running a business and like it gets to be easy when you have those systems and strategies in place, but you don't get to just do nothing. <laughs> like yes. yeah. my little formula I, that I like to talk about is magnetic energy plus consistency equals results. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I love it because there's simplicity in that, but it's actually something I think most people struggle with as you've just, you know, described it's, you know, people want to go gung ho and it's like, it's sustainable. It's a marathon that has no finish line. So you need to pace yourself. And I like, I, I know everybody does this differently. I'm the big fan of show up every day. That doesn't mean show up for eight hours every day, but you know, maybe you do four hours during your work week, two hours on the weekend or half an hour, even on the weekend and, and just do it consistently every day. Um, cause I, I think one of the funniest things is that people have this misconception I can't tell you how many people come to me and they're like, you must be so busy. And I'm like, I, I work from like noon to five pretty much on a daily mm -hmm. basis. Like that's my average, like that's, and then on the weekends, usually just like half an hour to an hour. So I, I actually work a lot less than the average person in terms of hours, but I'm just effective with my strategy. You know, there's a, there's a reason I've got 12 books out. It's because I show up when I write it and I do a half an hour, but I do it every single day until it's done. And then yeah. it's that then you can actually crank things out pretty quickly. It's not that I sit down for eight hours a day. I always think that that November thing that people do with the nanny remo, what whatever, however the hell you say that, I'm like, good luck writing your book in a month. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> like, it just sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, at this point in my life, I don't have like a huge desire to write a book. I think I'm more of like a video slash like talk person. Mm. And I think it's I, important we know that too, right? Yeah. The way that we love to communicate. Mm -hmm. Like I love writing like short form content and I can crank that out like easily, but I think where I thrive is like video and audio. And I think people love it's connecting in that way me. too. Because yeah. you get to see your personality and hear your voice and your enthusiasm. I think that's the one thing that even if you're not a video person, I think you do need to get on video every once in a while so that oh, people yeah. get to have that connection. Um, and I think that's hard for a lot of people with live video because they're like, oh my God, it's like, uh, and it's like, just pick one topic that you're really versed in, talk about it for five minutes, and then you know, you're done. Just, yeah. you know, practice. And just be yourself. <laughs> like, no one yeah. wants professional anymore, or at least, I don't know, my people don't. <laughs> no. Like, no. I wouldn't <laughs> want anyone who expects that from me, right? Because I don't want clients who are going to be like, oh, like, you need to be, like, this polished professional person, because it's not who I am. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Like, I so I show up like as authentic as I can because I know that that's going to attract the right people to me and that they're going to get it. Yes. And I, yeah. I like that you brought that up too, because that was actually something that I picked up a long time ago. Like I used to be a perfectionist and then I was like, screw that. Like it's, I hate living this way. And I was like, chaos sounds way more fun. Let's try chaos. So I don't want to attract perfectionists. I don't want people nitpicking. I don't want people doing that. So I mm -hmm. intentionally will make sure that there's at least one spelling error. <laughs> in my post so those people can go away because you're not my that's people so funny <laughs> yeah that's actually really do you do that with your books too <laughs> a little a, a little bit yeah like just make sure that I could take if you if you want to nitpick this yeah <laughs> that's so funny yeah because I'm like 
I mean, my background's in journalism, right? So like, that's like what, what my degree is in journalism with a focus in marketing and communication. So I read stuff and I am that person who's like, I don't like nitpick it, but like, I notice it. Like, cause my, my eye is trained. Well, yeah, they can yeah. even train to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I, I know what you mean. Cause I, I did uh, create, I did a year of creative writing in college too, where, you know, it's just, you get bombarded cause you read so much and write so much, et cetera. And uh, it is actually a hard habit to break. But I think when you're trying to connect with people in a different way and like break paradigms and, and oh, yeah. sure you're finding those right people, it's important to do it because I, I know there's people out there who are like, I go, they gotta be the full hair and makeup and the perfect da, 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 da. And I'm like, no, 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 it's not my thing. Like good for you. It's just not my thing. I'm, I am such a, you know, t-shirt, lazy human being hoodies. Like that's my, my jam. I just want to show up. Don't care if my hair is messy. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. I, I'm like all over the board. Right. And I think that's like, it's just finding what's authentic to you. Like sometimes I'll dress up, sometimes I won't. Like it's just dependent on like whatever I'm feeling that day. But yeah, yeah like I'm never going to be that person who's like wearing a shit ton of pink and like driving a fancy car. It's not me. I don't care about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I, I think that's interesting too, because I think sometimes there's the, there, there's this kind of idealism of, you know, wealth and that kind of thing yes. too, because you can be making like buco bucks. Like we know, like from books like The Millionaire Next Door, you have no idea how much money somebody has by the way that they show up. And yeah. I actually, you know, I, I didn't really change the way, cause I, I, fashion just can go screw itself. I just don't care about clothes. So like when I've gone shopping for expensive things like furniture and things like that, I still dress like, you know, I'm a 20 year old out of the dorm. Like I don't, yeah. you know, go out of my way. So a lot of the sales reps don't want to have anything to do yep. with me. And I'm like, you're missing out. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah. out big time. <laughs> but it's, it's the truth of it. And I think, I think it is important to embody that and to not have to conform if it doesn't feel right for you as a human being. So I think it's, and that's the same way in our business is not conforming to these ideals. Like I know a lot of people feel pressured to do, especially in the coaching world. There's so many of these kind of cliche things that we see happening, like six figures in six months, da, 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 like all this kind of flashy stuff or people who are really like leveraging the their income and kind of blinding people a little bit like I always think it's really great to talk about income and kind of breaking down the barriers of like oh that's money's a you know taboo topic but I think there's the other thing of blinding people with the you know I made da, 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 this month you should sign up with me because I'm gonna no. help you do that and then they're like oh and they sign up with those people and I've had people come to me afterwards and go I so regret signing up with that person because they were not the right fit for me but yeah. I, the, the number blinded me so I think there's also kind of figuring out, you know, the integrity of showing up on these different levels and what is appropriate and what's just going to draw anybody and everybody in. So it's, it's, it's definitely navigating the waters in a new way. And I think, I think it is important to make sure that we've got our own levels of, you know, what, what feels right for us. Yeah, totally. I think it's all back to just like, what's true to you. Cause you can build success in any way that you want to. Yeah. And I think you're exactly. a great testament to that. Like, I feel like you do things very different than everyone else does. <laughs> and like, if yeah. you don't mind sharing, like what was your income this last year or last month or whatever you want to share so the people know? Um, I, I haven't done my numbers for uh, June yet, um, but uh, I guess it was May. Uh, there was 
it was a little over 13,000 cash and over 50,000 in sales. Yeah. So like you make a shit ton of money, but you're not flashy about it at all. I barely talk about it. Yeah. Quite frankly. I know. Um, and and I think me, that's I, something that I love about you because I feel like it's just so different. It is it, something I kind of wanted to do. Like I, I'm, I like to test things out and see, can it be done in a different way? That's mm-hmm. something that I, I think it's probably the Aquarian rebel going, let's do things differently. But yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I think it's really interesting. And I think it also goes to speak about like, you know, there's that whole idea of the popularity contest online too, where it's like, I think people get to think that if somebody's got like hundreds of likes and comments on every post, they must be banking really well. And that's not necessarily yeah, it's true. Not. No, it doesn't translate. Like, yeah, it's, it, it can, it's that but it doesn't always translate. Yeah, you have to have the, you know, the right skills to be turning that into cash in the bank yeah. to make it work. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite of that. I get, you know, people who interact with me and like, it's pretty steady. But for me, I'm the back end person. Like I'm mm-hmm. the one on one connector. Uh, you know, it's just who I am. Like when I talk to people, they just open up to me. And we yeah. have this really deep, beautiful conversation. It builds trust. And then that next step is just so easy. So for me, that's where I build. And I think that's one of the reasons the rare times that I do share <laughs> what's going on behind the scenes, people are like, what the fuck? Cause yeah. like, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, quietly doing my thing behind the scenes over here. And it's like, oh, okay. And then you know, it's, it's, you know, that's, of course, strategy as well is just to, you know, occasionally let people know where you're at. So the breaking down the assumptions that are happening yes. too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always breaking down the assumptions. I love doing that. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's like, we build our businesses in totally different ways, because I don't have a lot of conversations with people. I rely like solely upon content. So I think just like mm-hmm. us sitting here having this conversation is a great yeah. Like testimony to the fact that you can do it however you want to because dms don't yeah. work for me i'm not like a like i can get on a call like this with someone that like i have a relationship built and like talk to them but like i'm not a relationship builder or networker <laughs> in that way like i build relationships through my content like through my live videos yeah. through my posts like that stuff that's my jam well, and I, the one thing I really noticed that you do, and you do it very well, is you put the content out there, and then you get the conversation going within uh, the comments. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah. there's usually like a repetitive comment stream, and I think that's something that's really unique about what you do. And for me, I'm I'm the opposite, where I, I'm usually going to put like a, a sticker or a GIF or something like that in response that's going to... Um, do the feeling of what I've got that's going to embrace that. And then I'm going to want to talk to them in the DMS. If I feel like there's somebody that I want to continue to have a conversation with, because for me, uh, I want to open up with them on that one-on-one level and make them feel safe and secure. Like they can do that. And I think because you utilize your group so well and everybody feels really comfortable in there, they're willing to open up on the, on the, feed itself which is fantastic so it's it's two different very different ways and they both work really really well yeah thank you yeah I make sure that the energy in there stays like it's great (laughs) thank you (laughs) yeah all right well do you have any last words for the podcast peeps any like wisdom nuggets that you want to share I I think, you know, the biggest wisdom nugget has been the main focus, which is, you know, mindset, mindset, mindset. So I I think the big thing is, you know, read or listen to an audio book or take a new course every month, like have, have a, 
little education fund, you know, take 10% of whatever you make and put that into an education fund for investing in yourself because you're the best investment you're ever going to make. So invest in yeah. yourself and that's, that's going to that. pay off big dividends. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank oh wait tell the people me. where they can find you tell the people where they can find you i forgot that part oh, i'll yeah, also put I'm, it in the show notes but yeah i was gonna say always easier with a clickable link but uh i basically live on facebook uh you'll find me on instagram a little bit but facebook's my jam it's where i connect with people and uh definitely we'll get all the links on there so you can just click at amanda rose author you're gonna find me cool all right well thank you amanda thank you Thanks so much for listening to Becoming Magnetic. If you loved this content, I would love it if you'd leave a review on iTunes so more people can find this podcast and start to become their most magnetic selves. If you aren't already hanging out with me on social media, come follow me on Instagram at Juliana Fersoli and join my Facebook group, Magnetic Women Entrepreneurs, to soak up some extra wisdom and truth about business and empowerment.